0: Hello and welcome once again to the FrankenCast. I'm the mad scientist Anthony Bowman. My pronouns are he/him, and I'm joined as always by the
1: guy with a blow dart in his butt. That is Eric Velasquez. My pronouns are also he/him.
0: <laughs> yeah, so uh, so we're continuing our uh, Monsters Month with Here Come the Monsters. This one's this is an interesting movie. Uh, I feel like you know again you know we've got like some coloration stuff so like I feel like we're getting closer to what I imagine might we might see with the Rob zombie movie in this something similar yeah no doubt and also uh, we've got a lot of topical humor in this
1: one I I, I, I would call it humor <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's interesting there's like it has like the spirit of the show that we've seen you know mm-hmm. it, it it's the heart of the monsters but it's definitely you know it's from the 90s and you can feel that there's a lot more it's forward thinking about some things and then there's a couple things that you're just like whoa man that's like right. really rough yeah um, yeah. It, it's I don't know like this is the first time I've seen this one and I feel like I'm going to revisit it uh, like give it a little bit of time and, and watch it again because there, there's a lot that I've really liked about it but then yeah like you said there's some other things that, that weren't so great yeah. but yeah so it actually it starts out you know talking about coloration and black and white and everything it starts in black and white and it, it looks even older than the monsters like it looks like a universal movie well uh, parts Uh, of it are (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's like there's definitely some crowd scenes that look like they're like stock that they've stolen from stuff and then occasionally you get some bits of crowds that like they're talking and it's definitely referring to this but yeah i thought the same thing there's Mm -hmm. definitely moments of this that are not uh unique to this film yeah absolutely and, uh yeah I mean well uh, we have the uh
1: several scenes where people are climbing over the uh the foam rocks that are in the actual original Frankenstein movie when they're going for their hunt for uh the monster
0: yeah and like but it's just like I guess those sets still exist somewhere because it looked like that footage was new but it was definitely the same sets like mm-hmm. there's no question that was the same stuff right interesting uh, hmm yeah Lovely. so that that's pretty cool um yeah. and you know so obviously like the original Munsters obviously is like nodding back to these Universal movies but like it's nice that this even like you know nods back even a little harder I guess oh yeah no doubt Um, but also this is
1: star studded kind of to a degree I mean well let me rephrase that not exactly star studded but there's an awful lot of hey it's that guy or hey it's that lady (laughs) yes yeah yeah, definitely like let's start (laughs) off with our let's start off with Herman played by Edward Herrmann or Herman? Her-
0: yeah, yeah, I don't know if it's Herman or Herman, but... Anyway, it's, yeah, the, uh, it's the bad
1: guy from uh, the uh, Lost Boys. <laughs> yeah, and the dad from Gilmore Girls. Right, okay, that, well, you know, I guess it says a lot about you where you know them from.
0: Uh, <laughs> huh? I mean, I think your reference is definitely the cooler of the two, but... Uh, you know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> but then we
1: have uh, Veronica Hamill, which they make a big deal out of her at the time. I guess, you know... She, she was kind of in a lot of shows.
0: Yeah, I wasn't as familiar with her, but, like, yeah, I mean, she she looks good in this. Like, she's she's a good lily. Mm-hmm.
1: And then we have uh, Grandpa is Robert Morse, and I have a gripe against this guy. For one okay. reason, he was in a movie, uh, he was in the 2016 film, Donald Trump's The Art of the Deal, the movie.
0: Oh, is, <laughs> that's the... Isn't that the, like, um, it's like the parody thing, right? Yeah. It's like f- Funny or Die. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, yeah. Jo- I'm joking, uh, but yeah. <laughs> but, he, yeah, he's, Um, I think the main thing I recognize him, like, he's been in a ton of stuff. He's one of those dudes that's just been around forever and, like, right. everything. Um, in, like, recent times, most people would probably know him from Mad Men. Right, uh, or if, he's... if you're a Teen Titans fan, you might know him as Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, yep. But yeah, he he doesn't it, like he's not trying to just like be Al Lewis. He's got a right. different thing going on here. But it, it works. I it's dig just, it. It's a yeah. It's it's very different.
1: Now Marilyn is played by Christine Taylor, who has done a did a lot in the '90s.
0: Like she was busy, and even up, yeah, even the early I think, 2000s. I think the main thing I recognize her from is Hey Dude. She's okay. Melody from Hey Dude. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm,
1: I'm, well, once again, this kind of tells you what you recognize people from based on you know or the kind of person you are. I mainly recognize her from like Zoolander and Dodgeball. Oh, uh, Okay. Yeah, know. Yeah. <laughs> and probably the yeah. Brady, the Brady movies. Oh yeah, yeah. She, is she, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then we yeah. have Judy Gold, who's a, um, she's like, she's kind of a prolific actress, but like. Once again, she's one of those, like, hey, that's her from The Thing.
0: Yeah, I feel like I mostly know her for, as a stand-up. Like, yeah, I, I think exactly. she was on like, Comedy Central, had a lot of stand-up specials with her back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's but, Elsa. Yeah, she has a pretty minor role, but yeah, I was like, oh shit, that's, that's Judy Gold. Okay,
1: then, I'm going to get this wrong, forgive me, but I'm kind of excited to talk about this guy. We have Max Gronenchik, who is playing Norman. Do you know who this guy is? Do you know who Max is? No, I did not recognize him. You big Star Trek fan? Oh, yeah, definitely. Have you seen this? It's a small show, but, you know, it has a strong following. It's called Deep Space Nine. Okay. Do you know Rom, the Fringy? No way! Yes, way! This is Rom, baby. I knew he looked familiar.
0: <laughs> yeah, he does have a weird little gremlin-y look to him. So, <laughs> Yeah, yeah that, that makes sense. Yep. So there you go. Like I said, there's a bunch of hey, it's that guy,
1: or hey, it's that girl, or so yeah, we got Rom in this. So that I don't know if he's is he the most prolific. I mean, I mean Christine Taylor maybe maybe a little bit
0: more. Yeah, I mean, yeah, just Deep Space Nine, like, he was on TV a lot just for that, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, oh uh, that, Yeah, that's interesting. Well, we, we also have a small cameo by Dee
1: Wallace, but, you know, we'll talk about her when we get to her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, okay, so, back at the, the mm-hmm. castle, so we've got the the mob shows up, they, like, you know, this is very, like, a universal movie, like, a mob shows up at this castle, they've got a catapult, and they're, like, getting ready to attack the monsters, basically, Right, and we see herman's silhouette up in a window you know a very frankenstein silhouette and he's looking really monstrous through those in the silhouette like his arms are up and like it looks like he's like you know ready to attack mm-hmm. and then we cut inside and he's actually just yawning right <laughs> he's just like stretching and yawning and stuff um, then we so. got a random dude with an eye patch uh
1: i need to find out who this actor is because he's another one of those guys you know mm-hmm. He's uh, in a lot of stuff. Erwin mm. Keyes. That's the guy.
0: Yeah, he's kind of like the main evil villager. or <laughs> Right. Or not. I guess they're not evil. They're just, you know, angry. Yeah. Um, but the, the way that you know we talk a lot about when we talk about the monsters like the sort of dissonance between like them being into bad stuff but then also just being normal and not into bad stuff and how that like sometimes clashes right uh so they're like oh the villages are early tonight and you know they're like oh you know like this is just old hat they don't care about the you know them trying to storm the castle all the time right um but then like uh you know a few minutes later they're like tired of the villagers attacking, and they're like, we need to move away, because they're not going to stop bothering us. Right, well, you
1: know, Herman's tried to talk to these guys, but the last time he did so, they tore him, literally tore him limb from limb.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it took us hours to sew it's you to back together. together again. Yep. Uh, yeah, and... Um, I think they're being wholly
1: unreasonable. <laughs>
0: You know, there's a little bit here where, like, Lily wants help with the dusting, which is actually putting (laughs) dust Dust on on stuff, (laughs) which is, yeah, that's just classic Munsters type humor. Then we get Grandpa's Uh, a weird bat. He just has, like, a weird,
1: like, he's normal face, but bad body, bad CGI. It's
0: a little... (laughs) Yeah, it's like that thing that they yeah, it was it was more common back then and like mm-hmm. uh, like where they would just yeah, they'd like composite in and you could like Conan O'Brien used to always do jokes yeah. with it but where his was like intentionally bad and this is a little better but not by not a lot. Much. Nope. <laughs> but yeah, so they're um, kind of discussing like what do we need to do about these angry villagers a flaming arrow flies in the window and like catches Eddie's <laughs> woof woof doll on fire. Uh, and you know, that scares Herman because he's afraid of fire. Yeah. But I do like that
1: Grandpa picks it up and he's like, ah, this is a nice bouquet of, of what, 71 kerosene with yeah. uh, what is it called? Tetraethylid.
0: <laughs> Which, yeah, like, you know, I mean, mostly we think of Grandpa as being a vampire and that he just drinks blood. But, like, He's a mass this scientist. is something that actually happened, you know, in, like, uh, there was that episode of the original series where he drinks one of those, like, canned heat things mm-hmm. at like, a catering right. booth. So, like, this is this is sort of, like, canonically a thing that Grandpa does is he likes to drink fuel well, of some kind, I guess. I mean, listen, you know, he drinks blood or he drinks
1: fuel. Either one, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So finally, Lily's like, we need to move. Like, we're never going to be accepted in this community, and I want a better life for Eddie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grandpa's like, but being tormented by villagers is family tradition. It builds character. <laughs> right. But Well, of course, they're like, surely not everyone in the village is here to, like, kill us.
1: And then immediately we cut to the one-eyed villager. He's like, hey, everyone's here, right? Okay, let's kill him." <laughs>
0: yeah and he pulls out a bazooka. (laughs) So then that sets us that we're not in like the universal era even though so far everything's been kind of black and white. Uh, Anthony, that's
1: the secret weapon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So he fires it and like the missile that comes through is like so, I mean, like, it is just, like, a cartoon missile, basically. Right, like, it's on a wire. Yeah, it breaks through the window, and so then they're like, okay, yeah, we gotta leave. If right. this is the level of, uh, you know, attacks that we're dealing with now, this is this is not something that we can tolerate anymore. Right, I do like that after that, it immediately cuts back to
1: the guy who got knocked back because he just shot a missile out of a bazooka, <laughs> and he tries to give another guy a high-five, and they miss. And I'm like, that's a funny depth perception joke. I mean, that's a little mean, but it's also... <laughs> sl- a little funny. Yeah,
0: that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and so then we we see the family, and they've all kind of got some bags packed. They've just, like, hastily thrown some stuff together, mm-hmm. and they sneak out a back secret passage. Grandpa, like, throws a firebomb to kind of prevent them from being followed. Yeah, but it's weird because he, like, does the
1: abracadabra thing, and he, like, chants a little spell before he does it. And it's like, <laughs> you you don't have to do that. You're Grandpa. You just have them. You just have them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: little canned spells or something like that. Mm, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> and so, of course, their secret passage leads out into the cemetery. And then they, they just happen to come upon a bunch of mail sticking out of the ground. And they're like, oh, no, I guess Spot's been burying the mailman again. <laughs> right. I like how the
1: arm is just sticking out holding a letter. Yeah. And it's obviously charred, but the letter is only partially charred. Yeah.
0: And uh, just by perfect coincidence, the letter, what they can read of it, because like you said, it's partially charred, but they can get the gist of it. And it sounds like Marilyn is inviting them to america mm-hmm. and they're like well that's great we're trying to get away anyway so i guess we'll go to america
1: yeah and she mentions uh, elsa and norman and we're like oh, okay maybe these are just you know funny names because norman bates and elsa bride of frankenstein all that good
0: stuff uh yeah
1: well, well maybe not maybe not so much
0: <laughs> so then we cut to the Munsters at the transylvania international airport mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're all. Or actually, I think we just see the sign outside, and then we just see them all getting on the plane. Right.
1: Of course, and. they they their tickets are for row thirteen.
0: <laughs> of course. Yeah. <laughs> and they put Eddie up in the overhead bin cuz you know he always just like likes to sleep in cabinets <laughs> right. and in dresser drawers and stuff the flight attendants are totally okay with that right uh, which is
1: i mean i guess maybe they've seen something similar and they're like oh this is just where the werewolves go yeah. you know it's fine but he does <laughs> hey at least at least this has some uh, in-flight refreshment of coffee uh, tea and
0: borscht <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like borscht is more of a snack but what do i know and then we get to see that the the in flight movie is Bride of Frankenstein, Frankenstein. Uh, and which it, you know all of the other passengers are like terrified, which like that movie is not terrifying, <laughs> right. but like you know okay sure. But so Herman and like, Lily are. This is a romantic comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're they're really enjoying it. They're, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's taking them back. You know, like it just reminds them of their early days. So yeah, yeah they're really enjoying it. And then we see that grandpa is outside of the plane flying next to it.
1: Right. But here's my question. 1 Did he ever actually get on the plane? 2 He claims he's going to first class. He's going to he's going to like depressurize the cabin.
0: Yeah, I don't know if yeah, cuz he's I don't know if he's just going to fly up to the first-class windows and look in there. Right, just feels watch like That would be like the Twilight Zone movie or something. Oh, People that would be like. so good. They should have done that bit. <laughs> ah! There's something but on yeah, the yeah. window! <laughs> yeah. But either way, because he's like, the movie up there is in color. So I, w- I want to see that one instead. Right. And then we get to LAX. The monsters have, have landed. They're kind of fitting in because it's apparently Halloween. There's Halloween decorations. So everyone's just like, oh, they must be in costume. Well, cause people fly in costume all the time. Yeah. But also
1: a lot of the actual like flyers are like, no, they're actually just screaming run off.
0: But it's, <laughs> yeah. the, it's the staff that are like, we're used to this. This is LA. Yeah. And they talk to, like, a guy at, like, the immigration desk who, like, goes through their passports. And this guy's another one of those, like, that guy. Um, mm-hmm. He's, like, an Indian actor who, who shows up in any time that they need Indian actors. He tends to be in things. Right. I think the main, like, thing I remember him from, though, is... Seinfeld. He's like, mm. the, you're a very, very bad man, Mr. <laughs> Seinfeld, or whatever, like wagging his finger at him. I feel like everybody uh, from the 90s has been on Seinfeld at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. But there's a lot of good gags as he's going through the passports. You know, uh, we confirm that Grandpa's real name is Count Dracula. Right. So, uh, I mean, this is the Dracula. This is the yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he's like, yeah, we just, you know, flew we flew in from, trans- from trans- Transylvania boy, and my are my boy arms, are my arms
1: Yeah. Eddie's like, oh, that's a funny joke you just said. And Grandpa's like, no, that I mean, that's what happened. <laughs>
0: yeah. And they confirm that Eddie's had all his shots. He won't bite anyone. Yeah, his middle name uh, is Wolfgang. And um, Herman, he has a bunch of birthdays, birthdays. listed on his passport because they're it's they're in order by body part. hmm <laughs> So, yeah, just a, a lot of good gags there. And then, like, they go to the uh, pet pickup to get spot. Eddie growls at a dog that's in a crate. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, they got to get some wolf boy humor in there where they can. Yeah, and he's just checking on Spot. That's all. (laughs) Yeah, and then they, like, submit the paperwork for Spot. But I do like Uh, that he got a bill of good health on his... They said
1: birth certificate. That was a death certificate. I read the fucking print. It's... (laughs)
0: so the family heads outside, like, Herman's, like, bending down to pick something up in the middle of the road, and he he gets hit by a hearse, (laughs) Uh, and, you know, of course, when Herman gets hit by vehicles, the vehicles bend, not Herman. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So he, like, dents the grill, it's got, like, his perfect head shape in the grill. The driver feels bad that he accidentally hit him, so, like, I don't know why the hearse is at the airport in the first place, I don't think they ever really clarify that, but he's like, let me give you a ride, I'll take you where you need to go. Yeah, that is no. of course, the Munsters are like this is this is our preferred method of transportation, so that's perfect. That works great. Feels like home, right? Yeah. <laughs> Lily lays in the back. She gets to play dead this time instead of you know. It's usually seems like it's Herman. Mm-hmm. As they're driving, like the the driver is kind of like warning them about L.A. and he's like, you know, you got to be careful. There's smog and earthquakes and fires and riots. And they're like, oh, well, then maybe L.A. won't be so bad after all. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. the monsters like bad stuff, right? And,
1: and we find out that the, the driver's name is Ralph, but he's apparently only been in America for one year. But his English is impeccable.
0: Mm-hmm. So maybe he was just in England or something. Who knows? <laughs> he gets them to. 1313 Mockingbird Lane, and you know, the Munsters are like, oh wow, it's the nicest house on the block. Right. And You know, of course, it's the rundown mansion that we would expect to see in the Munsters. By the way, the rest of the houses look normal.
1: Yeah, well, not normal. They're like kind of kind of bougie, and they all have palm trees in the yard. Yeah, I guess
0: L.A. normal. Right, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not like, or rich L.A. normal, specifically. Right. So while they're kind of like getting their stuff together, we meet the nosy neighbor who will learn, I think her name is Dimwitty. Yes, Miss Dimwitty. What's a great name, by the way? Yeah, I mean if that's a yeah, I mean like you know it's very definitely just a gag name, but yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's the level of humor that we want from the monsters, mm-hmm. and she's played by Mary Warrenoff, who's like you know genre movie royalty. She's in all kinds of stuff. Yeah, she um, once again another one of hey, it's her.
1: From the movie, yeah,
0: yeah, uh, she's she's the she works with Paul Bartel a lot. She's in like eating Raul with him, and they kind of like show up in cameo roles together a lot. Mm. Uh, Chopping Mall, they're like in the first scene of Chopping Mall, right? Um, but yeah, when you see her, you're like, oh yeah, I've seen her in so many horror movies. Yeah, no doubt. So as they're like getting ready to knock on the door, Herman's like, "Eddie, don't say anything about Marilyn's looks. Be nice." So you know, th- this is obviously sort of like a prequel; like they've not met before, really. So they ring the doorbell, and Marilyn answers the door, and she's wearing like a monster mask. And Eddie's like, "She looks fine to me. I don't. Right, <laughs> looks normal." And then, oh, and then oh thank God! <laughs> <laughs> You've gotten surgery. She take. Yeah, she takes off the mask, and Eddie's like, oh, God, uh, you didn't warn me enough. That's terrible. Because it's Christine Taylor in in the 90s. And, uh,
1: yeah, anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: So they're like, yeah, it was. It's a cruel trick of genetics. We don't (laughs) don't understand why she looks the way she does. Yeah, it's Um, horrible. Her dad's been trying to fix it the whole time, though. Yeah. So they're like, you know, uh, in the original series, you know, we keep talking about that. That's like the running gag is like them talking bad about Marilyn's looks. But they in the series, they just kind of like, oh, that's just she's stuck. That's the way she is, and we just have to deal with it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, her her actual father in this Norman is like determined that he's going to find a way to turn her into a monster which
1: that's i mean that's rough man <laughs> like,
0: like yeah i mean like you know like, uh, that sort of reverses like you know the whole thing of like women feeling like they need plastic surgery mm-hmm. to live up to some societal standards and stuff yeah let your, um,
1: let your kids be your kids you know what, however they turn yeah it.
0: and i do feel like you know we talked a lot about in the original series that like it doesn't feel like the show is like in on the commentary like right. they're they're just flipping it but they're still you know like the joke is is that like everyone should look like Marilyn so it just like it's still about the way people look yeah. it's just turned but i think in this case in this movie it really is like shining a light on that that like this is not cool like yeah. um Mar- like everybody should look the way that they look and be you know no one should feel like they're inadequate because of their looks yeah uh, it, as the story goes we'll get into more of that but like i feel like this time it, you know, we keep talking about how, like, egregious that is in the show, and I feel like here it's it is. it's done with better intentions.
1: Yeah, it, it, there's definitely the wink to it. Yeah. It's like, we know the joke. We get it. But, uh, yeah. you know, at this time, Ralph actually uh, gives his card to Herman, and on that card is Gateman Goodbearing Graves. Hey, that's where Herman works in the show, maybe, and he'll maybe work here. who knows? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. yeah you, uh, and their tagline is, "You'll die for our business, which I fucking love.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's good stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So then Marilyn leads the family in and they kind of like tour through the house and every, you know, they, everybody loves the spooky decor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as they're going, Marilyn is kind of talking to him like, you know, I need your help. Norman went missing several months ago. We don't know where he is. And ever since he's gone missing, Elsa has been in like a coma, basically, and they call it the Transylvania Trance.
1: Right. I like how when they do the reveal, so they basically throw back a curtain. There's a coffin there, and it's kind of like, oh, she turned into a coffin? No, they open the coffin, <laughs> and she's just frozen there with a the phone in her hand.
0: <laughs> yeah. And she's just completely the Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah. Like it's just, That's uh, it. You know, yeah, I mean, uh, if the Elsa name didn't give away that that's what you were going to see, mm-hmm. yeah, it's definitely that. Yeah. Uh, and so they're they're worried about her. They're like if we don't take care of this soon, she could die again.
1: Right? <laughs> Which I mean, that doesn't seem like a big deal to the monsters. It's like,
0: "Eh, that's a Tuesday." Yeah. She'll be fine. And Grandpa's like, "Well, to get to the bottom of this, I'm going to need a mad scientist lab." And Marilyn's like, "Oh, well, that's great. We've got a mad scientist lab. <laughs> Here, let me yeah. show you."
1: It's like, "That's funny. <laughs> that's exactly what my dad is a mad scientist."
0: Yeah. So then, yeah, they go down a a secret passage under the stairs, and um, Herman is, like, carrying Elsa. Right, but unfortunately, uh, well, as he
1: bangs her head on the, uh, like, (laughs) the casket and a couple things, uh, Miss Dimwitty has decided that she's going to call 911 because there's a dead body now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So she's arranging that. And then we see downstairs, Mm -hmm. Grandpa's like, well, I need to look under the hood. And this is like some pretty good effects. Like uh, he opens up her skull and like the brain is like there and he kind of looks around at it. He's trying to figure out what's going on. Here's the thing I love about the brain. It's upside down from where it should be (laughs) in her actual skull. Yeah. When he takes the skull cap off, it's like in the top part, not in her head. (laughs) Well, Well, that too. But it's also just upside down in the skull. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they, yeah, it was basically like what looks best for the scene and right. the, what is accurate. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, and it's kind of funny. Herman gets kind of squeamish at like, he's just like, oh, I don't want to look at this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which, yeah, it's kind of, you know, fun from him.
1: We get a clean bill of health for Elsa. Turns out she's fine. She just has a broken heart.
0: Yeah, and Grandpa's like, I can't just replace it. It's not the physical heart. Yeah. Like. Uh, she needs Norman. Like, she's she's not going to be okay until we get him back. So, we've got to find Norman.
1: Right. Now, I'm going to say content warning at this point, because I believe it's Grandpa who makes a, ve- uh, a joke. Yes, actually, I know it's Grandpa about Elsa being broccoli. Mm. So, I'm like, yeah. oh, that D means vegetable.
0: Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. Which, that, like, would make, like, the cops show up, and I feel like that's like a like, I think that at one time at least was, like, cop, or, like, first responder slang, they would, would say stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it would have made more sense coming from them, but like, yeah, you know, Grandpa does seem, he tends to be the more like callous of the family, right. so it kind of makes sense from him, but yeah. Yeah. Not 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 great.
1: Yeah, it's not a good look, but you know, <laughs> if, you, if you can stand the joke, there is the funny follow-up of, well, Pretty soon we'll all be cooked because they'll be deported.
0: Right. Yeah. <laughs> the cops, of course, from uh, Dimwitty calling nine one one, they show up. Mm-hmm. Grandpa's like, "Oh no, let's raise the drawbridge and boil some know, oil." Yeah. Marilyn's like, "We don't have a drawbridge, and those aren't villagers, so we need to to take care of this."
1: Right. I feel like um, at this point, if if we, it would be like Black Panther popping in, going, "We don't do that here." <laughs> yeah
0: so they all go outside to try to explain things they're like Elsa's sick and we've been trying to we've been using like the old ways to try to help her Mm -hmm. Uh, and the cops are like no you're in LA now like take her to the hospital like we're you know we're not into whatever kind of backward stuff you're doing Yeah,
1: your foreign ways which that becomes a thing wow
0: yeah yeah, phew. Uh, so so they uh, you know they end up taking Elsa away in an ambulance, mm-hmm. and Marilyn decides to ride along to kind of keep an eye on her mom. Turns
1: out one of the the cops is uh, taking a liking to Marilyn. I believe his name's Cartwell.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we have Cartwell and. What's the other guy's name? It's like... Wachowski, because well, all, yeah. all co- cops are named Wachowski at some point. And this dude, he's another one that, yeah. like, w- when you see him, you're not going to be like, oh, I've, what's that guy from? You're going to be like, oh, that's the cop in, like, every TV yes. show ever made. Like, this guy only plays cops. If you look at his IMDb, it's just like, Officer Blank, Detective Blank, Lieutenant Blank. It's just like, that's all he does. Like, yes. you look at him, and you're like, that's a cop. So Troy, <laughs> Troy Evans is his name, but yes. He's not a that guy. He's a
1: that cop. <laughs> yeah
0: and so so the cop, you know the cops end up when Marilyn and Elsa leave in the ambulance they set the Munster family down at like the kitchen table to like ask them a little bit more you know kind of question them a bit about what's going on. Mm-hmm. They're like, let's let the doctors do their job. And Grandpa's like, you know, I don't know if we should trust people around here to do their job since Norman's been missing for six months and you all haven't found him. Right. So he kind of turns it back on him. <laughs> yeah. And Herman's like, but, but they may just be taking their time. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like That pisses Wachowski off specifically and he's like, he goes outside and starts ranting about how foreigners are ruining the country. Uh, you know, he's just that guy. And, and But then... Uh, Cartwell, Cartwell. he gets a good line, and he's like, Warkowski's a nice Native American name, right? So is that Apache? <laughs> right. He's like, yeah, you're from around here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No immigrants from your side of the family. Uh, so, you know, as far as cops go, we, we like Cartwell. He, he's definitely the better of the two here. Mm-hmm. So then we get, like, the next morning, the family's all kind of waking up. Uh, Herman is, like, unhooking jumper cables <laughs> right. from his neck bolts. He's full of juice. He had his morning <laughs> yeah. juice. Yeah, Lily gives the family breakfast. They all get their own things. So like Herman has like it looks like raw meat or organs or something. It's I
1: thought it was like a turkey
0: head, like an actual turkey's head. Yeah, it's it look it does not look appetizing no. at all. It's something well, gross. To Herman it might be who knows. <laughs> yeah, and Grandpa gets like just a bag of blood, and Eddie gets dog food. Yeah. So yeah, that's cute. Mm -hmm. Then Lily's like, now that we're in America, I've got a to-do list because that's what people in America do. Oh, no, no, we got
1: to set this up right. She's like, we have to do the most American thing. To-do lists! (laughs) Yeah. It's like, I feel you.
0: Yeah, and the the main things on the list are that Eddie needs to get enrolled in school and Herman needs to get a job. Right. And Grandpa's going to find Norman. and Marilyn's going to just go to school as normal. And yeah, and I think Lily's supposed to, like... Meet the neighbors. Meet the neighbors, yeah. And so then, at the bus stop, Eddie it meets the, like, local bully... Yeah. ...who is picking on Eddie and also this French girl. Right. Which, th- you know, okay, I get it. He, you know, you gotta have the love interest, right, for everybody... Mm-hmm. Yeah. But man, this little kid's a kid it, shit. Yeah, he sucks. <laughs> and it, it's it's definitely, like, I feel like it's supposed to kind of, like, be the kid version of what's going on with the adult. Like, yeah. there's definitely, like, a fear of foreigners in this that is, like, I feel like that's the positive message of this movie, is that, like, foreigners are good. Like, we, we want people from diverse backgrounds coming to America and making America more diverse and a better place. Yeah, it makes it uh, more and, fun. Yeah, and so all the villains in this are the people who are opposed to uh, you know, opposed to foreigners coming. Which, you hear you that, know, guys? <laughs> that's... Yeah. It feels very, very timely now. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Eddie kind of defends her a little bit, but we'll get more with that later. Um, we end up we cut back to Herman, who has gone to an unemployment agency, right. and this is probably the one of the things that I was just like, wow, this did not hold up well. No,
1: no. He, well, he goes specifically to the California Employment Development Agency, but as he goes in, of course, Herman scares everyone out, as as Herman is wont to do. Knocks on the door. We have another uh, That Lady actress. I remember her from, did you ever see the the TV show Dear John? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, let me find her name real quick. Jane Carr was her. She was on Babylon 5, you know, Dear John. Bunch of different things.
0: Comically enough, one thing that she was in more recently the movie Thirty One, Zombie. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so there's a little uh, Munster's connection there for you. Right. But like the joke in this scene is, you know, like Herman actually wants a job, and she's like, "If you fill out this paperwork, we'll start sending you your welfare checks, yeah, yeah. unemployment checks." Yeah. And Herman's like, "No, I actually want a job," and she's like, "What? That's never happened before." Right. It's Thank like, you, yeah. sir. It's like, yeah, okay, uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah. So that that joke definitely, like, I, I feel like that was a '90s thing that everyone was like, these welfare people draining our resources and stuff I mean yeah. there's still definitely some people like that now but I feel like that was a more common viewpoint at the time
1: yeah but that's just the racism uh, <laughs> yeah yeah
0: yeah so so that yeah that joke definitely doesn't hold up but the lady's definitely really excited to work with Herman because he he wants to work and everything mm-hmm. Um And but I do like the joke see maybe maybe they do
1: get in they do understand the joke and the the whole commentary because they literally say hey Now that you're brand new to America, you're gonna have to start start at the bottom of the economic ladder
0: Yeah, which is yeah. Yeah true and and Mm -hmm. Unfortunate Hey, it's a um, good thing
1: though because Herman's afraid of
0: heights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. And so then we cut away to uh, Lily at the house, and the neighbor ladies all show up to greet her. Yeah, dimwitty uh, and her friends. By the way, the, the lady in the leopard print—I'm like, she's probably into
1: some kinky shit.
0: Guess what? Oh, for sure, nailed it. <laughs> okay, <laughs> yeah. we'll learn about that here in a minute. But yeah, yeah, she's yeah, I liked her. She's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet but,
1: she is. <laughs>
0: Right. And there's some some good little gags there like the, one of the ladies is like is is your son a little monster like mine mm-hmm. and Lily's like oh definitely um, th- we should send them out to chase cars together and, and she's like oh you're so witty you know so yeah um, but
1: but Lily's walking around with like a uh, skunk um, fur I guess well, it's really yeah. just a skunk that's wrapped around her because Lily. <laughs>
0: yeah, and that creeps some of the ladies, they're like, "I think that thing just looked at me like it's it's alive." And then they, you know, they see the the Raven clock, which scares them as well. Mm-hmm. So that you know, there's little bits of that kind of stuff going on. Yeah. Then we cut back to her- we cut to Herman, who's working as a uh, waiter in an
1: Italian restaurant.
0: Yeah, and this scene is this is so, fun, so good. Yeah, because yeah.
1: he he comes up to his first table, and hey, that's Al Lewis. Hey, that's Yvonne DiCarlo! Hey, that's Butch Patrick. And uh well that's a Marilyn.
0: <laughs> so Yeah. Uh Pat Priest, yeah. I believe. Yeah, so uh so they're just playing but it's it's kinda weird because they're you know, they're not the Munsters in this. They're supposed to be like a normal family. They're kind of they the are. Munsters, though. Yeah, there's definitely some, some gags in here where they're like still sort of Munster ish. Mm-hmm. The grandpa here is like. In fact, like they call him grandpa. Like, right. I don't think they say anybody else's names, no, but you he know, wants grandpa
1: f- can be grandpa. He orders the fresh kill, I mean, soup of the day. <laughs>
0: yeah. And, you know, he's like. He asks Herman, "Are you from Connecticut?" And Herman's like, "Part of me might be." <laughs> and he's like, "Ah, I got you. Like, right. I, I know it's up. <laughs> right."
1: Yeah, I feel uh, like these
0: are the low key, mo- you know. They're like, "Hey, we're cousins. You know, we know, we yeah. understand." But uh, Lily orders, or yeah, you're you know, right. Yeah, whatever her name is, Yvonne Carlo mm-hmm. orders a bite of something—a uh, sandwich, and, to be
1: specifically—because
0: Grandpa's yeah. like, "Ah, I gotcha." <laughs> And then the uh, the son there, Butch Patrick, asks for, uh, bl- like, burger raw and bloody. Well, he asks for, asked for the hamburger deluxe,
1: but with no cheese, no sauce, no <laughs> lettuce, no bun.
0: And yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just wants a pile of raw hamburger meat, basically. <laughs> and, and then yeah, Pat Priest is like, I just want, like, a veggie burger on <laughs> white bread with mayo. So, you know, she just wants, like, the most boring thing they have on the menu because she's... The Maryland. Right.
1: And of course, everyone comments, and she's
0: the weird one, you know, blah, blah, <laughs> yeah. blah. Right yeah and so so then uh, you know somebody comes out and like Herman ends up accidentally taking a tray from them as they like slip or something and then he's losing his balance and bumping into people and it's this whole like you know physical comedy gag and he ends up like dumping a whole tray of food on his boss
1: right and of course what happens when you do that you get fired yeah
0: grandpa's like I liked him he seemed familiar that's unfortunate (laughs) I mean that was such a good scene just yeah it's, yeah, it's a really well done cameo. It's just fun. Like, yeah, it's just nice to see all them kind of playing themselves, but not. And yeah, it's it's just, it's good. Right. Then we cut back to the Drunk Housewives of Mockingbird Lane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are all just like wine drunk in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. Talking uh, about their new
1: diets and new wardrobes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so it's very, like, L.A. housewives. Yeah, it's they're talking about ways to lose weight. Mm-hmm. And it's Dimwitty's friends and Lily. Uh, Dimwitty has, like, she's snooping through the house while this is going on. Right,
1: and leopard print that we talked about. I'm just going to call her leopard print. I apologize <laughs> if that's mean. I don't know. I don't think it yeah. is. But she uh, she's getting real cozy in that chair with those straps. She's getting real, <laughs> real
0: cozy. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Uh, and you know Lily brings out snacks and it's like I mm-hmm. have Newt in one of them, and they're like, "Is that a Newt Gingrich?" Oh, uh, old political humor, man. That's yeah. aged well, hasn't it? Yeah. And what? Lily's like, "Who's that?" I don't know what you're talking about. Right. Uh, which, like, now today, most people watching it would probably be, have the same reaction. Like, yeah, I don't know who that is. Well, yeah, <laughs> Rowan. That's be-
1: that's for the best, really. <laughs> oh, definitely. But it looks like uh, the wine they're drinking is oxidized. It's kind of brown as opposed to red, because you know, Grandpa found this in uh, Napoleon's uh, wine cellar
0: yeah And so then, like as they're chatting, Herman gets home, you know, because he got fired and one of the two ladies is freaked out by Herman and the other lady, the, the leopard print lady, yeah, is she's into him.
1: It. Yeah, she's yeah. like, hey listen, I got some work for you to do. My husband <laughs> works nights and that of course, Grandpa's like, hey, yeah, uh, that's when I do my best work. <laughs> yeah Or I'm sorry, they, that's what I think Lily or Herman says is when Grandpa does yeah. his best work.
0: Uh, but yeah, yeah so like Lily and it. Herman are—it's like going over their heads, but like this lady is like down to mm-hmm. to get with Herman.
1: Yeah, yeah, she's and literally she... the only one not scared. She's like, "Hello, <laughs> how are yeah. you?" Uh,
0: so then, uh, around that time, like Grandpa comes upstairs from the lab, and the the ladies all leave to go back to their houses, and Grandpa's like, "I found something. I got Norman's video diary, so maybe that will help us figure out what happened."
1: Yeah, and of course, uh, you know. Herman's kind of like, hey, Lily, I got fired. And Lily's like, well, it's fine. You know, she's actually being a supportive wife because we know the monsters are are relationship goals, basically.
0: Yeah. So they end up, they put in the cassette and and watch the video diary. And they see Norman. He's, like, working on potions to fix Marilyn's looks. Yep. Um, But there's, like, a guy that we just see, like, a little over the shoulder. Like, he's he's not in frame, but we know he's there. Yeah, you could basically Um, see the back of part of the back of his head and his shoulder. Yeah. They're like, well, we gotta figure out who that guy is. He might know something. Yeah. Um, But of
1: course, Norman's, he's mixing some coffee, some polysaturated unsaturated fats, MSG, monosodium glutamate, and of course, foot powder. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, he's got a little bit of a dry throat, you know? Hey, what's that drink? He takes a swig
0: and, oh no,
1: I did the thing.
0: And then it's just kind of like like we don't get to see what happens like you know uh, that's obviously the mystery we're trying to do here so we're not going to get to find out right. we, uh, what's we, going on we with see, Norman.
1: We see him stand up straighter and his his clothes kind of start to stretch and then we cut away as you said and we just hear him say, "Hey, you're you're kind of a snaz, snappy dresser."
0: Yeah. Then we cut to, like, the next morning, and, like, Marilyn and Eddie are headed to school. Lily is, like, putting Herman and Grandpa on a diet. So, like, obviously, you know, this L.A. stuff is rubbing off on Lily, and she's trying to, like, pass that along. Right. Um, But, of course, Grandpa
1: can't have fatty animal blood anymore.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And, again, this this whole thing is definitely in on the joke. Like, it is it's not supporting this kind of lifestyle at all. Mm-hmm. While they're they're eating, they um, they see a campaign ad for uh, this guy running for like well, senate? Is it senator or council? Well, well this is also when Grandpa's like, "Hey, I got to get some of
1: Norman's blood and then I can figure out what happened or I can undo what he did." But yes, it is uh, it is a guy running for senate named Brett Jekyll.
0: Mhm.
1: Ha, huh, I wonder what his deal is. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Um, And then, yeah, we go straight from the ad to cutting back to Eddie at school, and Jekyll has shown up there to give a speech to the kids, and they they do have, like, cameras there because, you know, like, obviously the kids can't vote, but this is, you know, this is a puff piece for a news story to make him look like he cares about kids and stuff yeah. uh, and in fact like there's a couple little moments where he says like shitty stuff where he's like you know, basically he doesn't care about kids but they're, they're he little knows brats. it looks good and yeah.
1: hey, we got another another that lady actress, Amanda Bierce, aka Marcy from uh, Marywood Children*, aka um, Amy Peterson in *Fright Night*.
0: Yeah, so you know she's the teacher, mm-hmm. and you know there's kind of they're kind of doing like just kind of generic photo op kind of stuff. The main thing here is that Jekyll is he wants America to go back to the old traditions, get rid of. Modern foreign influence. Yeah. The Trump parallels here are insane, which is so weird. Wild. You know? I mean, yeah. Um, Do you think which, he's, you know, I mean, he s- styled himself after this character? <laughs> like he's a low key Munsters reference? <laughs> yeah. And I mean I think you know pro- you know like probably this also comes from like Reagan era kind of politics as yeah, well that's so that that would be more current at the
1: time Yeah he wants the kid to give the kids parents back the America they grew up in which that's
0: some dog whistling right there mm-hmm. probably before they really knew what they were whistling yeah. Oh definitely I, I think he's like, tell your parents to vote for me, and he leaves, and then we cut to Herman back at the unemployment office, and since the waiter job didn't work, they gave him an aptitude test... And they're like, it looks. According to this test, you're best suited to terrorizing villagers. But, but here in the U.S., the IRS already has that covered.
1: Right, that, they have that in the bag. But uh, <laughs> hey, something just fell out of Herman's pocket. Looks like a card that maybe Lily stuffed in there earlier that we referenced from Ralph.
0: <laughs> yeah. So Herman's like, that might be the job. So he, like, I think it, like, pretty much cuts to him, like, arriving home in the hearse. right?
1: No, no, it cuts to it cuts to Lily in full like '90s, '80s goth yoga. Mode. Um, oh yeah, yeah. She uh yeah, she looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreement. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 <laughs> <100%. laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's when Herman reveals he's a Hearse driver as he rides up in the Hearse.
0: But grandpa's yeah, and like it's like a yeah. it's like a maybe sixties era Hearse. Right. Cool. Uh, it's like the very rounded kind of Hearse style. Grandpa but, won't uh, deal
1: with that. He wouldn't be caught alive in that
0: thing. <laughs> <laughs> so he uses magic and creates the Monster Mobile. Yeah. So it's very, you know, exactly the one we've seen in the past. Mm-hmm. So like, which it's wild. You know, Lily spent all that money buying it in the original series. And here, man- you know, Grandpa's just like, magic, I could do it. It's fine. <laughs> <sighs> ah, those
1: kids in the 90s, they had everything easy with their magic.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, And then, yeah, Eddie gets home from school, and Lily's like, did you get chased by any angry mobs today? And he's like, nope. And she's like, well, there's always tomorrow. Right. Which, again, is confusing, because, like, they left Transylvania to get away from angry mobs, and now, like, they're acting like they want angry mobs, so... You know, it's kind of just whatever works in that moment for the joke is the way we're gonna go with and that. Pretty much. By the way,
1: she's walking on a uh, actual set of stairs, like old style gothic stairs for a stair stepper. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, okay. But yeah, I mean. They interesting though was it really i guess it was really just herman who didn't want to deal with the villagers right because i feel like grandpa was kind of cool with it he was like yeah this is just how it is
0: yeah grandpa was like it's family tradition but yeah it seemed like herman and lily both were ready to leave i guess maybe it was just too much there and here you know a small angry mom it's it's
1: nice it just reminds you home you know yeah (laughs) (laughs) well grandpa's got a new invention he's got his uh first ever digital divining rod person finder. And he has it <laughs> yeah.
0: calibrated to Norman's aura pattern. And somehow not it, it's so dialed in that it's not even going to have to find the actual person. He turns it on and it immediately just aims at a Eddie. poster Eddie's carrying under his arm. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that poster is a Jekyll, Jekyll. campaign poster that that you know, he got at school. Done, done, done. We knew. They they yeah. literally they
1: literally <laughs> sold the whole farm right there. They told us everything.
0: Yeah. Mm. So they're like, okay. So clearly Jekyll is I mean, obviously like Jekyll and Hyde. You know, I mean, yeah. it's.
1: I believe Norman's <laughs> so last
0: name is Hyde, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. They say that his name is Hyde. So yeah. yeah so we uh, knew. So they're like, we gotta we gotta get in with him and figure this out. And they're like, for some reason, they decide instead of trying to track down Jekyll, they go to the campaign manager's house. Well, they
1: specifically say. Jekyll, they don't know where he lives. Like he, it's like he doesn't have a home.
0: Yeah. And that, that comes up here pretty soon. We'll, we'll get a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it turns out, you know, he, he is there at the campaign manager's house. They're having meetings uh, and it's, it's him. And also officer Warkowski is there as well. Yeah. And um, uh, a new guy, Walker,
1: he's the campaign yeah. manager. Actually, yeah. as, uh, as, as, Grandpa gets in, lets in uh, Herman. The plan is they're going to take this massive needle and they're going to take some of uh,
0: Jekyll's blood. So then we get a scene of Walker's wife putting their son to bed. Wife played and by and D, the wife D Wallace. Wife yep. is Yeah.
1: <laughs> but she's <laughs> like, hey, no. go to sleep. There's no such thing as monsters, kid.
0: <laughs> Which, yeah, it's, it's great to have her in this game. I mean, obviously, like, if any actress knows there are monsters, it's D Walls. Yeah, right. Been in so many monster movies. She, she leaves and he throws a ball into the closet it, and then the ball immediately Thrown back out to him, mm-hmm. which you know the the ball coming back to you when it shouldn't gag is like such a horror movie staple. Like right. you know
1: that's when you know shit's kids. going up, going down. Yeah,
0: the kid's like uh oh, you know. So he like goes to see what's going on, and it's Herman, and he's like, shh, shh be quiet. Sorry, I didn't mean to scare you. Mm-hmm. Let me tuck you back in. Right, and, and it's very kid, sweet. Yeah. And so the kid's like, okay, this monster is chill. Like I'm fine with this. This is this is not scary at all. Right. But then so while Herman's tucking the kid in, D. Wallace walks by again, sees a giant Frankenstein <laughs> right. putting her kid to bed, and then she gets scared.
1: Well if if someone gets scared, Herman's going to get scared. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so he goes charging down the hall, and he like breaks com- like through a wall, mm-hmm. bumps into Jekyll, which then causes Jekyll to fall into the curtains where Grandpa's which happened hiding to be where Grandpa's hiding, and the needle that Grandpa's holding. Yeah. So that works. Grandpa gets the blood sample. Well, Herman you know. gets arrested because he's a foreigner who yeah. tried to assassinate. Yeah, and then Rakowski even says something about like, oh, it's just one of those foreigners. They're always complaining, mm-hmm. and Grandpa's like, I just you know, we just wanted his blood. It's fine. Right, that's it. Nothing big. Yeah, or I think Herman says that, because Grandpa stays hiding. Yeah. Then we get, like, the next morning, Grandpa's at home, and he's like, I got the blood sample to make the antidote, but unfortunately, Herman got arrested. (laughs) Well, he's Uh more flippant. He's like, Herman's not home
1: yet? And they're like, why would he (laughs) not be home with you? He's like, oh, he got arrested. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: He's like, I'm sure he'll be able to explain everything, he'll (laughs) be back home soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Once they let him out of jail, yeah.
0: Cut to the police station, and we got Wachowski talking to um, Cartwell. You know, he's like... Like, this guy tried to kill Jekyll and he's like why were you at the campaign manager's house with Jekyll in the first place and he's like listen I'm moonlighting as security don't need to make a big deal about it but you know Jekyll's gonna save this country mm-hmm. the whole time that this is going on you can see Herman in the background Making and he's like
1: <laughs> uh, shadow puppets
0: yeah, you know, the, the, like in interrogation rooms, there's always like the bright lamp thing. That's always like a trope in interrogations. But yeah, Herman's using it to make shadow puppets. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. So then Cartwell steps away to talk to Herman. He reads him his rights and everything. And then Walker shows up to talk to Rakowski And we find out that these guys know about the whole Jekyll and Hyde thing. Like it's not, yeah, you know, it's not that they're just helping out. This guy Jekyll. Like they know what's up. They are in and, cahoots. This is a conspiracy. Yeah, and so like turns out Jekyll's like the perfect candidate because he has no past to dig up. He An- just ex- suddenly existed a couple months ago. Anthony that's it. Anthony, would you say he's the Transylvanian
1: candidate? <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> uh You've been waiting to get to I that have
1: point. been waiting <laughs> for that!
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. yep, that's that's exactly <laughs> uh, And so at this point, we can kind of suss out that, like, the guy on the video was Walker. Right, yeah. And, you know, his whole idea is that, like, you know, because this is the perfect candidate, I, I want to get him in the White House someday. And it, it feels like, you know, the... Um, Frankenstein The True Story, the whole thing with Palidori, where he's like, I want to be the guy behind the the guy guy. in power that I can pull the strings. Right,
1: the the Peter Baelish, if you will, the puppet master.
0: This is like a political intrigue movie, which is not what you expect going into a Munsters movie. Right.
1: It it works. I swear to you, if I ever write a TV show that is like another Munster series, there will absolutely be an episode called The Transylvanian Candidate. (laughs) <laughs> then we cut to Cartwright uh, kind of reading uh, Herman's rights to him, like, hey, we gotta go, we gotta, like, fully book ya, and, you know, Herman's, he tells him, we- we've gotta take your picture, and, of course, Herman, he's gotta staz himself up, right? You know? <laughs> yeah. So, he looks into this... So what the- does Herman do <laughs> in that situation? <laughs> well, and what does that two-way year do? It shatters.
0: Yeah, so then you've got the uh, political conspiracy going on behind the mirror. And then, yeah, just suddenly the whole mirror just shatters. And Herman's there looking at the two of them.
1: Mm-hmm. And he's just like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah.
0: And then we cut away to school. Mm-hmm. And the teacher is talking about the planets and, you know, outer space. And she shows a slide of a full
1: moon. Well, she wants she wants Stanley the little shit to turn on the slides, and yeah, she's like, "We're gonna see the uh, phases of the moon," and you're like, "Ah oh, hell!" <laughs> oh, okay, here we go.
0: <laughs> it's one of those like old slide things where it like mm. click 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 and then yeah full moon and he just turns into a werewolf and basically corrals all the kids into like fetal (laughs) position underneath the uh, screen and then we cut back to Herman he's getting photographed and fingerprinted one of his thumbs falls falls off off. from the pressure of the fingerprinting Mm -hmm. Uh, and then he calls Lily Herman is just like so just like go along you know he just doesn't really he's just happy to be wherever he is he's like I'm not really sure where I am but uh, wherever I am there's like bars on the windows and I'm in chains and Lily's like Herman if you're in another woman's woman's bedroom (laughs) that lady that one kinky lady with the leopard print she got him (laughs) yeah but the way she says it like in the original series there's like hints of like Lily being kind of jealous and a little bit possessive of Herman like not excessive but like in a normal range but here the way she says it like she doesn't see like she's not like that mad she's just like oh Herman you know like right knowing Herman though he probably
1: would have accidentally found his way into the woman's room and it's like he didn't mean to be there (laughs) forget about this guy yeah Yeah.
0: and then she's like wait a minute I'm getting another call and so she clicks over on Herman in jail Mm -hmm. and And, you know, it's of course the school. Eddie's in trouble. And she's like, like father, like son. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, I gotta go. Eddie's in trouble. She, She just leaves Herman in jail. So then we cut to another, like a press conference with Jekyll, and he's talking about, like, the incident at the campaign manager's house. So he's like, you know, I was attacked. We need to deport the Munsters. They're dangerous. It's the bad hombre's speech, basically. Like, yeah. it's just, it's terrible. Yeah.
1: Luckily, we only stand stay there for a moment or two.
0: Yeah, and then we cut back to Lily. She's arrived at school to pick up Eddie. It's funny, because like, you know, Eddie's scared. All the kids are all huddled in the corner, but like, now they think Eddie's cool. Like well, once he like turns back, they're yeah, just like like the,
1: the literally the moment she flips the light switch and turns on the lights in the room, he goes back to normal.
0: Yeah, and the, yeah, like even the bully's like, Yeah, we were just playing. It's you know, he's it's my buddy Eddie, right? And yeah. I'm not just, gonna lie,
1: if there was a werewolf kitten in my school, we would be best friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he does play it off like we've been best friends this entire time. We planned this thing to scare you guys.
0: So then we cut back to the Munster's house, and um, Grandpa has the antidote ready, but because of, you know, the way that the half-life or whatever of the antidote, they have a window of 72 hours that they have to get this injected into Jekyll or it's not going to work.
1: They specifically only have two doses in 72 hours, so it's like, oh, we're going to lose one of those doses somehow. Okay, I understand. That's, right. that's the way of storytelling. Gotcha.
0: Yeah, and so they're like, well, we gotta get Herman out of jail so that he can help us with the plan. Mm-hmm. Around that time, Cartwell shows up at the house. He wants to check on Marilyn, make sure she's okay now that her uncle is in jail and all this crazy stuff's going on. Their conversation, you know, it's it's sweet. Like, you know, it's clear he's got feelings for Marilyn. Like, he's not going around checking on the family members of everybody here rests, But, you know, yeah. Marilyn, yeah, he's gonna stop in and see how she's doing. Well,
1: she's not too happy, though, because she thinks he's there to deport the family. Yeah.
0: So does grandpa. He's about to six spot on him. He's like, he's like behind, <laughs> right. The uh, behind Cartwell. So like Marilyn can see him. And he's like, "You, it's basically like, do you want me to kill him? And she's like, eh, no, it's fine. Yeah. I, I got this under control. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then the next morning, Grandpa comes down and he's got Herman with him, but it's not Herman. Oh, it's a decoy Herman. Yeah, they,
1: they come up with a plan. See, they can't go through all the guards there because they might hurt somebody. So they gotta go under the park and under the podium to get to Jekyll.
0: Yeah, and they need Herman because he's the best at digging, mm-hmm. which you would think Eddie would be, like, I know, mean, like really? more dog boy humor. But, but... listen, we've got to we, we've we've
1: written ourselves into this
0: corner <laughs> Anthony. we've got to dig yeah. ourselves out, okay? So they've got this decoy Herman that Grandpa built Out of all the spare parts parts that he had laying around for Herman. Okay, that's just a genius idea. Okay? (laughs) Because you know they're laying around. The one problem is, apparently Herman goes through right hands really quickly, so he only had left hands to spare, so the Herman, uh, the decoy, has two left hands.
1: Well, not only that, he's got a dog's brain. By the way, do you think that's commentary on uh, Herman's uh, activities,
0: or maybe he just likes writing a lot? Yeah, I didn't, the the, the right hand thing, because yeah, I mean like, you know, right-handed people do everything with the right hand, so maybe it's just in general, but yeah, there did almost seem like a little wink there that like, Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. Like you said, his activities. <laughs> yeah. Either way, like, now they have this basically dumb dog version of Herman that they're going to swap out. Mm-hmm. Grandpa and the decoy leave, and he's got this little box of uniform cubes that he can use as disguises. Okay. So he takes out the I, I, police officer one. I, I'm using this for D&D.
1: Like, my next game of D&D will have uniform cubes.
0: It's Yeah, it's great. Yeah. It, it works I mean, they use it several times for the rest of this, and it's perfect. Mm-hmm. But yes, as you um, said, a policeman cube. Does it? Say, I, think I think it says police, police officer. officer cause yeah. that that's the. He throws it on the ground, in a puff of smoke, and now we've got Grandpa in drag as a police woman. Right, he's got like a little blonde bob wig on. <laughs> They get to the station and, like, the cop behind the gate to, like, let them in, like, instantly starts flirting with Grandpa. (laughs) Yeah, but that cop's also kind of a that guy, but
1: he's literally so much of that guy that I honestly don't know what his actual name is. (laughs)
0: Uh, And yeah, so like grandpa is like, oh, he kind of uses the flirting to his advantage a little bit. But I think he's also a little weirded out. by Jim Jackman, that's who he is. Okay,
1: thank you uh, IMDB for for that. (laughs) But yes, he says to grandpa, hey, look, we should get a little bite to eat later. As grandpa takes Herman back behind the the gate, he's like, yeah, we should get a bite to eat later. It's very tempting as he goes into his deep man voice.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and the guy's like, wait, what? right. So then, yeah, Grandpa gets back to where Herman is. With decoy. Herman's like, I, I, you know, but I, I, we don't need to escape. Like, the justice system, you know, that, <laughs> yeah, the just- it's fine. Like, they'll let me out soon. I'm innocent. It'll be okay. By the way, he's and- playing the harmonica,
1: or as I like to call it, the hermonica.
0: <laughs> Sorry. That's another one I've been holding on to all this entire time. Uh, and Herman's like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit in front of a jury of my peers, and I'll be let out. Mm-hmm. And uh, Grandpa's like, where are they gonna find a jury of your peers, Herman? It'd take a month of grave robbing and stitching. Right. And Herman's like, okay, yeah, you're right. So then he, he breaks down the door and comes out, and then Grandpa like has a ball that he throws, and because the decoy is a dog, mm-hmm. he chases after the ball. And he also, as he's chasing,
1: basically runs through an entire room of cops, <laughs> knocks over a few cops. Runs
0: out out through a wall, basically, to get this <laughs> yeah. ball. So he's got Herman's super strength with a dog brain. So yeah, he's a that's dangerous. Yeah, and and of course that's perfect because it's giving the cops something to chase, while Grandpa and Herman sneak out the back. Mm-hmm. But it it ends up not working so well because they get outside, but then some cops see him getting into the car, and they just end up in like a high speed police chase.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, they get they get pretty far, but, you know. And then they, the cops actually get cut off by a car, and that's when Grandpa realizes, hey, we've got this chance. Pull over. I've got the perfect uniform cube to use in this situation. We're going
0: to be <laughs> surfers. So he throws it down, and I don't think they become surfers. And so some, somehow this uniform cube works on the entire car, car and Herman and Grandpa. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's not. they don't turn into surfers. They turn into Amish people. <laughs> right. Right. So they're in like full like black Amish you know outfits with like the hats and the beards and everything, the horse and, and buggy. the car turns into a horse and buggy. Yeah. But that works. I mean, it's a good disguise. They kind of get away in that. Around that time, we cut to like a political rally that Jekyll's throwing, and we get this is terrible. Like everything yeah, this is just the worst.
1: America's uh, for Americans. Uh.
0: Yeah. It's just all kinds of nationalistic, xenophobic nonsense. Shit, yeah. It's just the worst.
1: Basically, it's great for a villain, but <laughs> that's about it.
0: It's terrible, but it's also great because, like, we're supposed to hate this guy, and this is the information, you know, so, like, this movie's telling you, like, this is a bad opinion to have. Right.
1: America, we should only have one language. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He's... Yeah. It's just... It's the worst. So then... We've got Herman and Grandpa, they're tunneling in to get close to do the antidote. Eddie, is his part of the job is to be a distraction. Mm -hmm. And this distraction is great, so he like... (laughs) Blows up an inflatable moon. Yeah, so it's just a beach ball that's painted to look like the moon, basically. And he just like throws it up in the air, looks up and sees it like in the sky and just immediately turns (laughs) into a werewolf again.
1: Right, basically just hulks out and just charges through the entire park.
0: Yeah, so he's just kind of like running around chasing people and like everybody's like scared and running. And so, yeah, everything's, like, fallen into chaos, which is perfect.
1: Well, I mean, there's still another part of the plan, and that would be Marilyn distracting the cop. Uh, asking, uh, does she ask her what time it is?
0: Yeah, I think so. And, like, it's kind of not going well. She's trying to get the, a walkie-talkie to, like, talk to security. Well, Lily
1: uh, has a cure for that. <laughs> because once she, once uh, Marilyn has distracted the cop, uh, Lily, Lily comes up for a little bite to eat. <laughs>
0: which you know is super like you know usually we see grandpa is the one biting people and Lily's kind of shutting it down but like this is the first time I can think of where you see Lily bite a person
1: well yeah I mean yeah like actually bite and apparently drain this person
0: yeah. Well, and listen. She just like falls unconscious. She's her father's daughter. So. Yeah. And so then, yeah, Marilyn's like, you know, gets on the walkie talkie and is like, there's a, you know, a disturbance at the far side of the park. And so, like, all the security and police and everything head to the opposite side of, you know, where Jekyll is. We have a band leader who's shaking his tush on the catwalk. Why is he so?
1: Why is he gyrating so much while he's leaving the band?
0: Yeah. I don't know. Like,. After there's a, yeah there's a, a second gag. it will make sense but before this yeah I don't know why he's gyrating at this like, point and the camera the camera specifically focuses on his butt yeah and it's like well
1: okay I mean this is what we're doing that's fine okay.
0: Yeah, um and so so Grandpa and Herman kinda of pop up near this the band. Grandpa ends up like accidentally sending a dart into the band leader, which for some reason turns him into Elvis, Elvis basically. I I yeah, I don't really know how that works. Is but... Elvis a monster that I don't know about? <laughs> yeah. While that's going on, uh, a little girl hands Herman a balloon, and it feels very like Maria. It's a yeah, nice, just sweet sweet. little moment. And somebody also like sees Herman and says, like, what party are you with? The, the green, green Party? party? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as all that's going on, Murkowski shows up, catches Herman and Grandpa, drags them up on stage, and then like you literally have like Jekyll and Workowski like having like instructing the crowd to yell get out at them. Right. Those people. Which, yeah, which again feels like you know, that was, you know, Trump doing that, like riling up his crowds to like attack journalists and, you know, that like the handicapped person and that like, you know this yeah, again feels very yeah familiar to our current well grandpa planet. Grandpa has a spell for that I, I don't know what he was planning on doing but he accidentally
1: summons the villagers from the beginning of the movie
0: yeah like they turn into it like instead of a modern angry mob they're an old school angry mob instead yeah.
1: I mean let's be real yeah okay yeah pretty much
0: yeah I, I think the parallel there is intentional for sure mm-hmm. and grandpa's like oops what can I say I'm blind, blind as is a bat <laughs> Then we get like a moment where like Cartwell is talking to Marilyn and he's like, so I figured it out. Walker, the campaign manager, was in Hyde's lab the night that he disappeared. So there's got to be a connection there. Mm-hmm. And Marilyn's like, so we kind of know what's going on. I know this sounds crazy, but we've got an antidote that we need to give to Jekyll and it'll make everything make sense.
1: Yeah, Jack- Jekyll's my dad. So she goes and he's saying something about do he says do something and then he actually gets shot by Marilyn with the, the dart and he says do again as he's transforming which the transformation's <laughs> kinda of horror horrifying.
0: Yeah, it's it's some rough like CGI from the nineties. Yeah, I mean it's not, all
1: wobbly and It won't actually scare you, but it is gross. <laughs> yeah. Like they actually have his eyes pop out at some point, like a cartoon. And it's like okay, cool, I guess.
0: And while that's happening, Grandpa turns Rakowski into a rat, which mm-hmm. is nice. Jekyll turns back into Hyde. He makes a joke if- about
1: doo doo. <laughs> I said doo <doo-doo>. doo. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> and so Walker's like. He pulls the plug on the mic so that the crowd can't see what's happening. He's you know, still trying to do damage control and maybe see if we can still get Hyde back into Jekyll at some point yeah, and continue J- with this. Jekyll's not feeling himself right now. Uh, he needs to go home and get some rest, right? That's what he tells And them. so he's like, then Walker has this whole thing where he's like talking to everyone on the stage without the mic going. Uh, and Lily plugs the mic back in as he's talking about like you know we we gotta con these idiot voters and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely lost the crowd at that point. They're all you know not happy about being called idiots. Did I mention
1: how how naive and loving the '90s kind of wa- were in to a degree? <laughs> Yeah. Because I'm sorry. I have a feeling if that happened today, those people would still be like, yeah, you're right.
0: Yeah. I mean, people are so entrenched in their, mm-hmm. you know, their standpoint that like, yeah, they're they're not going to be swayed no matter what. Yeah. So, um, he, you know, obviously Walker's like, I'm going to get revenge on you for this. Like, I'll get you back. Right. You uh,
1: monsters.
0: Yeah. And so then it just kind of cuts away to like later that night, they're all trying to revive Elsa. And then we see Walker. He's there to try to get his revenge. With dynamite. And- <laughs> Yeah, he's got a, a big bundle of dynamite. He sees this door on the side of the house that's kind of small, and he's like, oh, this will be the perfect place to sneak into. It happens to be labeled Spot. Uh, mm, oh. <laughs> I, I like as he walks in, he just says, bye-bye. Bye-bye, monsters. Okay, bye. Yeah, And so we obviously don't see what happens in there, but so, then suddenly there's just like a fireball blast. and An like, explosion. He gets blasted out of the door. Well, I don't know that so, he does. Parts of him at least do. <laughs> yeah. This so clearly, you know, Spot lit the dynamite, basically, mm-hmm. or uh, or Spot just did a fireball of his own. But either way, yeah, he didn't do so well in that situation. Right. Uh, and then we cut back to the family. There's, like, lightning going, and um, Norman kisses her, and that revives her. Right. She's
1: like, whoa, hubba hubba. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, so it's really, you know, we, we talked about, like, you know, Lily and Herman are... are a very loving, happy couple. And it's nice to see that, you know, so are Norman and Elsa. Yeah. Um, that, yeah, they're, they're very glad to be back together. I do like how Herman says,
1: she's alive. She's alive.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah so you know Norman is like this is all my fault like everything that's happened all the, the Jekyll stuff and you being in this trance or whatever it's all because of me and it's it's because I, I need to learn to accept Marilyn for who she is Aww. so I'm done with all these experiments I, you know I love Marilyn she you know she's my daughter that, that's that's enough that's all that matters hey he learned so, a lesson yeah so again like you know that shows that this movie has risen above what the original series was doing because mm. the characters learned and they decide to accept Marilyn and treat her well. So that's nice to see. Yeah. And while that kind of family reunion is going on, Herman and Lily are kind of touched by seeing that. So they kiss as well, and there's sparks flying. Herman says something like, you know, I was made for you. Right, yeah. So all very sweet. It's nice to see all these loving couples. And then to kind of continue with that theme uh, a little bit later, Cartwell shows up, Grandpa answers the door, and he's like, you can't deport us. Right. Um, Cartwell's, I'm not here for that. And Grandpa says a great line that seems like sort of the summation of the the mission statement for this movie, which is that I know for a fact that the blood that runs through everyone's veins is very much the same. same. (laughs) Yep, fair enough. (laughs) But yeah, like you said, Cartwell's like, yeah, the charges have been dropped. Everybody's fine. You're okay. And then we kind of like get to how this prequel leads to what we're used to seeing with the Munsters, which is that Norman um, and are going on a vacation. They're going on their second honeymoon. Yeah, it's going to be a long trip. They're going to travel the globe. They're going to be away for a a long time. Lily and Herman can watch the house while they're gone. And, you know, Marilyn's going to stay around. So they'll just, you know, obviously that'll be the configuration we're used to seeing. Right. You know, Herman, Lily, Grandpa. Eddie and Marilyn
1: yeah but of course we also get a great bit where Norman and Elsa are going specifically Devil's Island Death Valley and the Dead
0: Sea anything with <laughs> death in the name or right. devil yeah, yeah. Um, and so uh, Marilyn is getting ready for a date with, with Cartwell mm-hmm. And Eddie gets a gift, which is they say it's his. Did they call it his registration or his license? license? His or,
1: license. It's on a
0: it's on a call, studded collar, which <laughs> yeah. is weird, but
1: okay, I get
0: it. Yeah, so it's like not a driver's. I think it's like a pet license, yeah, like, so that he can be a dog out in public and not right. in trouble, basically. Because he wants to go running in the full moon, right? And he can't do that. Yeah, he can't do that yeah. uh, normally in uh, the United States, I guess. And you know, Grandpa's like, I'm I, I'm actually I've got a date too. I'm going to go out for a bite with Mrs. <laughs> right. It's like, oh, she's dead, <laughs> and yeah, like she's so she shows up and he's like, "What a lovely neck you have," mm-hmm. and that's when he pops fangs, and it's like,
1: oh, okay, she probably is dead, but you know, or <laughs> right. or she's going to be another one of his brides. Who knows, Grandpa? He's 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 a he's a ladies' man. That Grandpa. But uh, yeah, we basically go out on everybody dancing, uh, Monique dancing with Eddie, Grandpa dancing with Miss Dimwitty, and then we have Herman and Lily dancing. And just, you know, enjoying life a little bit.
0: Yeah, it's really sweet. And, like, there's, like, bits of it where, like, I think, like, <clears throat> Lily dances with Eddie and Herman dances with, uh, with the French girl and everything. Like, yeah. they're just kind of... And it's just all in the front yard and, you know, the credits are rolling. And, it's yeah, it's 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 a really sweet, happy ending. Like, this... Yeah, like, I feel like, you know, this movie isn't perfect and it, it's definitely of its time. Yeah. But, like, I feel like it's it's got a really good heart and, you know, I think it manages to fix a lot of the issues with the original series so uh yeah it's you know i liked this more than i expected to i'd say yeah it's it's actually pretty good i mean i would definitely
1: give it a you know i do actually i will say i feel cheated because i would have liked to see another movie with this configuration of actors and actresses it's pretty
0: good yeah i don't think that it uh, it, I mean, it must not have done well because, yeah, it just, not only did it not continue with this cast but the movie's pretty difficult to track down at this point, so it's not like it's got like a much of a cult following at this point either. Yeah. So, maybe just, maybe the, the Rob Zombie movie coming will cause like a resurgence of people checking out some of the older stuff.
1: Oh, I hope so. I really do. Yeah. Because it's been a wild ride in this month of monsters!
0: Yeah. <laughs> So next week, uh, we're continuing, like you said, with the month of Munsters. We're uh, talking about the 2000s era attempt at a, a reboot of the Munsters TV show. Uh, mm, sexy Munsters. Mo- yeah. So it's uh, Mockingbird Lane, I think, or sometimes called 1313 Mockingbird 13. Lane. This is the Brian Fuller slash Brian Singer TV pilot that was not picked up yeah um so we'll, we'll get into that next week all right anthony where can they find us uh yeah so you can find us uh on twitter and instagram at the frankencast you can find us over on youtube uh search the frankencast there um you can find us on Letterboxd. uh you can email us at the frankencast at gmail.com and most importantly you can find us at patreon.com slash the frankencast
1: absolutely Yep. make sure you interact with us in any which way you can you don't have to give us money uh, but of course the, our mad experiments uh, do <laughs> is everything mad with us? I don't know <laughs> yeah. but uh, yeah our experiments uh, need some funding if possible but once again any way you can tell the evil algorithm that we're worth your time is gra- appreciated
0: rates and reviews are, are- almost as good as money because it just get, gets more eyeballs on us which you know that that makes us want to keep I guess ears not eyeballs but <laughs> well, um,
1: <laughs> whatever you listen with if it's your eyeballs or your nose maybe your
0: taste buds that's wild <laughs> whatever parts you're using yeah just uh, spread the word and we'd like more parts pointing <laughs> in our direction <laughs> <to us. laughs> <laughs> alright in that case to be continued <laughs> another episode The Frankencast is a production of FCR Media. It's hosted by Anthony Bowman and Eric Velasquez Follow us on Twitter at The Frankencast or send us a letter at Frankencast at gmail.com Our cover art is by Amanda Keller. You can find her at Keller Illustrations on Instagram Thanks for listening
1: You be, or well, not yeah, stop no, the shit cut that cut that we're gonna get murdered. No